We can rise to the occasion. We can build this nation moving forward. All that we need, visionary leadership, people who love their people, people who love the citizens, people who love the country, and then we can rise. We can fly again. Hope Restoration Ministries, restoring hope to our world. Welcome to our broadcast. Enjoy. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you good this morning? Are you good, children of God, this morning? The Lord is good all the time. Amen and amen. Maybe you are coming here for the first time. You ask yourself, what's happening with these people? Early in the morning, they are so loud. They are so energetic. Let me tell you, if the Lord has done something great, you don't have another option. You don't have a choice. Praise the name of Jesus. Somebody said, you know, Jesus was a cool guy. You know, he was a gentleman. But let me tell you, all the people who were touched by Jesus, they did not act gentle after that. When they've experienced a miracle, praise the name, they reacted in a different way based on their miracles. So sometimes when you see somebody going crazy, let me tell you, it is because the Lord has been so good to them. They've survived great things. Hallelujah. They are not trying to make a show off. You don't know what they have gone through. You don't know what they have survived. I always say to the church, the person, it's a miracle. You know, they might be seated next to you with a beautiful makeup. You don't know what those people have overcome. You don't know what is it that they are going through, but instead of that, they still choose to worship God in spite of. Because true worship is worshiping God in spite of. So, so good to have you this morning. And welcome those of you who are joining us online. We pray that you're going to be blessed as well this morning. And then if you're joining us for the first time, we are about to close this series, to complete this series, Inside Out. Inside Out, that is what we are talking about. The last time I stood here, I told you that Inside Out simply means coming out of your safe, warm cocoon. You know, God is calling you into a public space. God is calling you into a place where you need to demonstrate the goodness of God, you know, or to paint, you know, the colors of God out there or to reveal or to display the colors of God into this dying world. Inside out also means coming out of your safe nest into a public space. For too long, the church of Jesus has been in the, in, in the safe zone, you know, in that safeness, but God is calling us into a different place where we're going to touch the lives of people and transform them. But I've also realized that you cannot give what you don't have. You understand? You cannot give what you don't have. And then that is why this morning I want to talk to you under this topic, build from the inside out. Build from the inside out. That is what I'm talking about. You need to build from the inside out. The truth is, everyone wants to be successful in life. Am I right, Bazawan? All of us want to be successful. Even right here this morning. No one in the world can say, I am planning to fail and to be miserable. There's no one. No one can also say, I want to get married and five years later, I want to divorce and be miserable. No one anticipates to fail in the future. 
But that thing, it also happens to us. We don't plan to fail, but we find ourselves failing. And that is why, before you can face the world, it is very important that you build yourself first in the inside so that you can prevent what is coming from the outside. Because the outside pressure will always come, will always approach, will always attack. And my fear most of the time is that when you are not strong in the inside, you cannot stand what is on the outside. You know, when you speak of build from the inside out, it simply means to fortify or to strengthen your life from the inside out. We are used from building from the outside. But I strongly believe that if you can have a structure in the inside, and then you fortify, you, you strengthen your life from the inside. And not only that, building from the inside also means structuring your inner self to sustain the physical man. Can you imagine your body, your physical body without structural bones? What would happen? Having a body without a structural bones, it would be just a heap of flesh without direction. You cannot do anything. You'll be just like a round ball that can take any direction if the wind comes in the physical. But let me tell you, Basalwan, it also goes the same in the spiritual world. If your spiritual life it is not structured, you cannot fight what is on the outside. It is very important to be structured in the inside. Open a structure. Open a character in the inside. Open a smile in the inside. Because it is only those people who are going to survive in the world that we are living in. People with a structure in the inside. Don't just be a, a, a beautiful face without a structure. We fagi Brazilian mtana koko to be a structure na pagati. Utuma utinje. Hallelujah. Praise the name. A utinje mahala nanga pagatu une structure. Look at the person next to him and tell them this is a buya namchat. Ikambale go small bomb. Let me just give you some points so that I, I can get out of this. Is that okay? Now, here are some few things that I want you to note. Living a life is like constructing a building. If you start wrong, you'll end up wrong. Did you hear what I said, Basalwa? When you live your life, it's like you are building a building. And if you start wrong, you'll end up wrong. Authentic power, that's number two. Authentic power is building something inside of you that you cannot lose and that no one can take from you. You see, these are the things that you need. Most of the time, we build things that can be taken away by a bank tomorrow, you know, or by this world, can be destroyed by this world. But authentic power is when you build things in the inside of you that no one can take them away. This 
memories are yours. They are in the inside of you. And then you're going to take them into the future. They are in the inside of you. And we need to teach the church of Jesus, this generation, that learn to build things that will be in the inside of you. They are not visible to the outside world, but they are living in the inside of you. And nobody, not even the devil, can tamper with those things because they are in the inside of you. Am I speaking to somebody this morning? And number three, whatever good things we build end up building us. Did you ever realize that? That whatever good things, it can be in the physical, whatever good things you are building, those things will end up shaping your life. Learn to build in life because the moment you build, those things, they shape your life. We are busy with construction even right now. And then what we are building here is shaping our lives. Praise the name of Jesus. Am I helping somebody? We're talking about, you know, building from inside out. Here is another one. This is very important. These are the nuggets for free. You know, it is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. Did you hear what I said? I said it is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. Let me amend that. Let me amend that. It is easier to build when everything is okay than to build when things are not okay. It is easier to build while everything is okay or while you have some time than to try to build when you are an old man broken. Praise the name of Jesus. The final one, I'm, I'm just giving you these points. Build a strong mindset and the body will follow. Oh, I love this. Build a strong mindset and the body will follow. You know why our bodies is controlling us? It is because we have failed building a strong inner man or a strong mindset. Look at the person and say, the person next to you and say, build from the inside out. Now, the text for today, the text for today, is found in the book of 2 Peter, 2 Peter chapter 1, chapter 1. I want, I want us to take this verse, and there are some few things that I would want you to underline as I read. 2 Peter chapter 1, I usually read from verse 6, but I want to start from verse 3 so that I can give you the context. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, listen to what verse 1 says. Of verse 3. Verse 3 says, his divine power, his divine power, that is the power of God, okay, has given us everything. Can you see that? It says his divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life. All right? Through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. So the day you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. The Bible says, through his divine power, he has given you everything you need. You've got everything you need to conquer in life. Not some things. He says you've got everything. It goes on in verse 4. It says, through this, he has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them, you may participate in the divine nature. Can you see what I see here, Basilwan? 
You see, God cannot demand from you something that he has not given you. God cannot say to you, this is how I want you to live your life, and then without empowering you to do exactly that. He says, I have given you everything that you need to face this life. I have given, I have empowered you with every resources to be successful in this life. You are seated here this morning. Listen to me, child of God. You've got everything that you need for life. For, 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 your, for the world of economy, God says, I've empowered with you with that. For your social life, I have empowered you. Every area of your life, everything that you need for success, it is right there. I have given you. Don't listen to what the devil tells you. Listen to what God says about you. The day you said, Jesus, come into my heart, God says, I am taking you, I'm taking my divine authority and I'm giving it unto you. And you are able to live that through Christ. But I want you to see something there. And in verse 5, he says, as much as I've given you this, you still have a role. For the mere fact that you are given does not mean it's over. There's a role that you need to play. Now, in verse 5, he says, for this very reason, because you've been given, okay? You have been given some things, it? For that very reason, because there's a gift to you. He says, for this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness. You understand? You know, most of the time he said, Lord, I've accepted you, and then I leave everything to God. Have you ever heard those people saying, no, I'm, I'm just leaving it to God? Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. You can't leave everything to God. I'm leaving it to God. Go there and fetch your husband. You think you are spiritual? Somebody takes your wife and because there are things that God will do and there are things that I must do. For this very reason, Bazalwani, after you have accepted Christ, for this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith. It gives some qualities. You add what, Bazalwani? Goodness. And to goodness, knowledge. And to knowledge, self-control. And to self-control, perseverance. And to perseverance, godliness. And to godliness, mutual affection. And to mutual affection, you add what? Love. And listen to what verse 8 says. Verse 8 says, for if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they must increase in their measure, these qualities. Listen to what it says. It says, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know why people are not effective? You know why people are not productive? It is because they don't add in their faith. You have accepted Christ Jesus, but you have not done some work for your life to become better. Look at you. When was the last time you read your Bible? When was the last time you prayed? And you want God to fight your battles. Sitting there, Lord, send your angel. Send your angels. I called 10,000 angels. For what? What have you done? Say, abuse my angels. We are angel of God. For what? There are some things that you need to do. You need to build from inside out. But I love this trans- I love this verse when you read from verse 5. With the message translation, listen to what it says. It says, so don't lose a minute in building 
Don't lose a minute in building on what you have been given. You see that? There are things that have been given unto you. Don't lose. If God has given you marriage, don't be careless. Whatever God has given you, a business, don't be careless. When God has given you children, don't be careless. So the Bible says don't lose a minute in building on what God has given you. Okay? Complimenting your basic faith. You need to complement your basic faith. With what, Bazalwane? With good character, spiritual understanding, alert discipline, passionate patience, reverent wonder, warm friendliness, and generous love. Each dimension fitting into a developing, you know, and developing the others. Okay? With these, Bamba, it says with these qualities, with these qualities, Active and growing in your lives. No grass will grow under your feet. No day will pass without what, Bazalwane? It's reward. You're going to experience the rewards of God if you continue, you know, to grow these qualities. If these qualities are active in your life, the Bible says there will be no grass that grows under your feet. Some of us, our lives grows ground under our feet because we have qualities that are not active in our lives. Does not work like that. You add, you work. As the ladies, they'll tell you, if you want to be beautiful, you work. You must give yourself two hours. Excel no fagi makeup. I would let go little yan Inkanako on trainer. Inkanako. And if you don't want to invest time, you look like a man. Tatis Kati. Take some time, girl. Put those things. How? Your husband keeps on looking at other women because they took time. <laughs> Jesus. Look at the woman next to you and say, he's talking to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. All gentlemen, you can't just laugh. Your women, they look at these guys with a six pack. That man, he worked. You cannot just pray, Father, I'm praying for a six pack. It's six pack. It's not gonna happen. Utehofa does not play games, he does not just. Give six pack. As a matter of fact, everything has been given unto you. The six pack is in the inside of you. It is you who must build from the inside out. You must build from the inside out to reveal what is in the inside. It's just waiting for you. Now ladies, look at the man next to you and say, now he's talking to you. Come on, give God praise. Build from the inside out. 
Now, you'd realize that there are many qualities there. I didn't know which qualities should I take, you know, on this short time that I have. I don't know. But listen, I'll take only four. I'll take only four from those ones. Number one, these are the qualities that will make you to build from the inside out. Number one, you need to acquire knowledge. If you want to build from the inside out, you need to acquire knowledge. Take total responsibility to acquire knowledge for yourself to build yourself. Did you hear what I said? It is your responsibility. When you look at that word knowledge, it simply means information acquired through experience or education. It's your responsibility. It's your responsibility to do that. To understand the subject matter. Subject matter about you, yourself. Acquire knowledge, who you are. What is it that is not active in your life? What is it that must be activated so that you can be successful? What is it that is not functioning in a proper way in your life? And you begin to acquire knowledge and so that you can stand and build from the inside out so that you don't embarrass yourself on the outside world. Listen to what the scripture says. The scripture says, my people, my people are destroyed. Not for lack of prayer. God knows that we can pray. God knows that we can fast. But he says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And he goes on, he says, because you have rejected knowledge, I also reject you. God does not want to operate with people who are not knowledgeable. We are spiritual, but when it comes to knowledge, we are dumb. You know, one can be crazy creatures. But we can't perform at work basic things. We pray so much, but you can't pass in school. When you have a revelation, you have a revelation. You have a revelation, but you have a revelation. You have a revelation. When you always have a revelation, I see heavens open. Can you see, can you see the subject matter? yourself in the inside. Don't just be a spiritual person without knowledge. They must respect you at workplace, you know, not just that you are a spiritual being, but you've got some knowledge. When you get enter the boardroom, you know your stuff. You put your presentation. PowerPoint You know, I certify this message in the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Do you understand what I'm saying, Baselwan? Know your stuff. Be knowledgeable. But it's your responsibility to do that. And the other quality that will make you to build from the inside out is what I call self-control. Self-control. Self-control, it is not given from the counter. You cannot buy it over the counter. It's something that you build. Self-control is the, the, the ability to manage one's emotions and behavior. It is your role. You need to train yourself to do that. Challenges will come, but you need to train yourself. Listen to what the scripture says about self-control. 
in the book of Proverbs 25, verse 28, it says, like a city that is broken down and without walls, leaving it unprotected, is a man who has no self-control over his spirit and sets himself up for trouble. Can you see what the scripture says? It says when you don't have self-control, you are like a city without walls. Your spirit is exposed to anything because your, your life does not have walls. Self-control becomes walls in your life. But if you don't have a self-control, you are just like a city without walls. Anything can come in. Any, the enemy can come in anytime and the enemy can get out. Because you are like a city without walls. And your spirit is exposed. Listen to me. Learn from now exercise or to build self-control. Because you're going to need that for the world out there. And make that decision. Since the first thing, I, I, I've just made some decisions. I said, you know what? Hey, let me just put some soda drinks aside just for a month. Let me see what's going to happen. And I have not died. Self-control is exercise in small things. And if you can win in small things, you can say no to bigger things. The small thing, you can't. Self-control. Now, here is another one. This is very important. If you want to build from inside out, you need to have what I call spiritual understanding. Understand the things of the spirit. Are you with me? Listen to what the scripture says in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It says, but the natural, unbelieving man does not accept the things of the spirit of God. For they are foolishness, illogical, to him, and he is incapable of understanding them because they are spiritually discerned and appreciated, and he is unqualified to judge spiritual matters. But you, as a child of God, you need to be able to understand spiritual matters. You see, the thing that has put us in a problem as the body of Christ or children of God, is that we don't understand the things of the Spirit. Sometimes we fail to interpret spiritual things in the physical world. Did you know that sex is not just a physical matter? It's also spiritual. That is why when you sleep with somebody and then when you break up, you're still attached to that person. Because it was not just a physical matter. It's also a spiritual matter. So before you sleep with somebody, understand the spirit world, how it operates. Soul ties, Bazawan. The scripture talks about somebody who sleeps with a prostitute. It says, if you sleep with a prostitute, all the people who slept with that woman or that man, when you come into contact with that person, you are becoming one with those people. So you carry the whole thing into yourself. 
Because when you think sex is just a physical thing, no ascends is dead. That's it. Why not stand? Why not one night stand? We have to carry Lomun. Boom. That one night, you're carrying things with you because you don't understand the spirit world. Now, one young person comes to me and says, Mfundis, I want to know, I want to know what is your take about piercing the nose. Now, he's asking me, what is your take? I said, I don't know. Let me go and check. I was shocked. I was shocked when I checked because I thought it was a physical thing. Go check it yourself. There's a definition when you pierce your, 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 your nose on the left. There's a reason for that. There's a reason when you pierce your nose on the right. And there's a reason when you pierce your nose right here. Some of this thing, it's a symbol of authority of a God. And here we are, we don't understand the things of the spirit. You understand? And then you are doing it in the physical world. And you don't understand that you might be opening a door in the spirit. Because now you are cutting a covenant, you know, with another world. So you need to know, check, the Bible says, acquire knowledge. Don't just follow a fashion. Some of you, you end up experiencing serious problems. It is you who have stepped into the spirit world and opened door. And now they've got an access in your life and you don't understand. Let me tell you, I'm saying this in the spirit. Some of you, you even find yourself sleeping with spiritual being. You sleep, something is sleeping with you at night and you don't understand. It is because we don't understand the things of the spirit. Not everything that looks physical is physical. I mean, I'm saying to you, before you take that design of a tattoo, check. 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 The devil is very smart. We just follow. There's another one that I'm checking now. Is it the twins? What, what twins? La, la twins. Did you hear? The youngsters, they know it. The la twins. La twins or what? La twins or what? You're putting a head. You're wearing a hat. You don't know the designer of that. When you think it's a fashion, you are opening a door to the spirit world, a door of rebellion, the demons that are going to rebel. You don't understand from nowhere because you have adopted this thing and here you are. A child who was so good, a child who was so loving, but because you have opened a door to something else, you begin to act in a different way. Understand the spirit matters. And this is how you build. You build from the inside out. 
make sure you fortify yourself in the inside so that when the outside world is trying to attack you, it will find you strong in the inside. He cannot penetrate. But some of us already in the inside, we have opened some loopholes, some doors, and when the enemy comes in, he knows what he in this area. The name of the movie is Troy. You know, there was this city, this country, they could not attack it because the walls were so big. Nobody could attack this nation. Until these guys, they gave a gift to the king. Now, they gave the gift, uh, 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 the king the gift in a form of a, of a statue. And then the king was so happy that they, they are receiving this gift. And then while they received the gift, they were not aware that inside of this statue, there were warriors in the inside. There were warriors in the inside. All that they wanted, it was to step into the gates. And the king is receiving the gift, not knowing that in the inside of the gift, there are enemies. Some other things, they come to us in a form of a gift. And then you receive it. Yet in the inside, there is something that is after your life. It's a question of time. And Troy was destroyed because of somebody who wanted to be kind. Not everybody who looks kind to you, it's kind to you. Spiritual understanding. Please, I'm not attacking anybody. I'm just saying, let us be careful. We are living on the last days, Basalwani. Things are coming. And I know sometimes as parents, we don't have control over this. We are not being attacking anybody. Our children, sometimes they can be stubborn. If they want to do what they want, you cannot tell them anything. If they want this, they want this. And young men at that age, I can't do anything. If she comes to me and says, this is what I want, what will I do? I can just pray. Thank you. I'll just pray. Can we close this, Wonderful Boss? Oh, maybe we're going to take this. We're going to take this next. Maybe we're going to do this next week. Reverend Wonder. Reverend Wonder. It talks about beauty from the inside. Beauty from the inside. Listen to this verse. And, well, I'll use this verse, but there are some other verses for men. It says, wives, in the same way, submit yourselves to your own husband. I love that. It says to your own husband. You cannot struggle to submit yourself to your own husband. You chose him. So the issue of submission must not be a problem. It, it's an issue of choosing first. Before you marry somebody, you must marry somebody. Also, you know what? I, I'll be comfortable to submit under him. So I cannot submit. Uh -uh. So, <laughs> wives, in the same way, submit yourself to your own husband so that if any of them do not believe the, the word, they may be won over without words by the behavior of their wives. Hey, it's very important to build ourselves in the inside. You know, some other guys, for them to be saved, they, they, they depend on our behavior. Listen to what verse 2 says. It says, when they see the purity and reverence of your lives, your beauty should not come from outward adornment, such as elaborate hairstyles and the wearing of gold 
nothing wrong on that, or jewelry of fine clothes. It says nothing wrong about that. But it says, rather it should be that of your inner self. The unfading beauty of a gentle and a quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. Isn't that amazing? Oh, the Bible does not have a problem with you beautifying yourself, your hair, and recommend Hallelujah. Don't apologize. They can say, who cares? This is my hair because I bought it. It's your hair because you bought it. But the Bible says it does not end there. Beauty in the inside. Ube The final one. We'll, we'll come back to that one next, next Sunday. Beauty from the inside out. Next Sunday. Beauty from the inside out. Here is something else. You need to learn content meant. Learn to be content. I've used the word the perseverance. I've used the word contentment. If you want to build strong in the inside, make sure, make sure you are content in the inside. You are satisfied. You are at ease. Because we are talking about the building, let me close with this illustration. You see, you look at this building. There are two bricks that have been used here. There's what we call concrete or cement bricks. Mampara brick. We call it Mampara brick. It's the one that you use in the inside. You've got a first brick. It's the one that you use on the outside. Praise the name. All these bricks are very, very important. But the painful thing about the Mampara brick or the cement brick is that you build with that and then you plaster that you don't see it. But that does not mean it's not there. That does not mean it's not important. Know your space and be content with who you are. If you can build yourself in that way and know who you are, and then some of us, God has created us to be a cement brick. You are in the church, you are playing that role that is not visible. But you are very important and be content with that role. Because God has given you that. And if you can build in that format, let me tell you, my dear, you're not going to be troubled. But there are those who have been made to be a first brick. Let me tell you, you become a first brick for a reason. Because the first brick is the one that faces storms. Is the one that faces the, the sun, the heat, the rain. Comma. Next week. Come on, let's go Build from the inside out, my dear. Be rich in the inside. Would you please stand on your feet? Father God, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercies. We thank you that there is no one like you. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. We give you all the glory. Father God, I sense in my spirit that some of us, we have opened doors to the spirit world. 
And now we are struggling with things that we don't even understand in our lives. Oh, I sense it, Lord. I sense it. In the name of Jesus, have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. Some of us, we want to build, but we are building in the wrong way. We are building in the wrong way.